0: Welcome to the 4Bits Podcast, Episode 1. Hi, I'm Erin. I'm half of the 4Bits team, 2Bits if you will. I'm an opinionated optimist, DJ, InfoSec socialite from Chicago with two decades of experience in information technology, security, and social networking. And I'm the other half of the team, Megan Wu. I live in Florida with my husband and a small fruit orchard. And I have been involved in some form or another with InfoSec and hacking for over 10 years and currently working on my master's degree in psychology. We're longtime friends here to talk to you about topics that involve or revolve around the information security industry, cybersecurity news, and the hacking community. All opinions are our own and could change at any given time, usually within five minutes of speaking that last opinion. We hope you enjoy the show. In today's podcast, we are on the cusp of DerbyCon, Yay! and a whole bunch of information security and hacker folks descending upon Louisville for a fun-filled weekend. We've learned a few things over our time at conferences, DerbyCon as well, and wanted to share some tips and tricks to help you have the best experience you can. Yeah, so um... so let's get at it. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I kind of want to talk about, though, is self-care. Let's talk about self-care. Yeah, not talking about masturbation. <laughs> self care, though. And I mean, we just in, became in like fairness. explicit. explicit. <laughs> not everyone. Yes, explicit. Not for everyone. <laughs> but no. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no. So for self care, I mean, some of that basics, you know, we hear the three, two, one rule a lot, especially around DEF CON, Vegas week. And sometimes I don't think people really understand what (laughs) 321 really means. They're not reading the fine print. That's no. They're just like, huh, 321. Right. And leave (laughs) it at that. It's like an area code, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm part of the DC 321 group. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we wish they all were? Oh. Yeah. So for those of you who aren't familiar with 321, basically the idea is every day of a conference, you should get at least three hours of sleep two meals a day and at least one shower very important and please bring deodorant oh that's the whole God. caveat to the one shower shower is good deodorant just takes it up that notch you want to take yeah it, you know just improves level it up guys <laughs> and body spray not the same thing as a shower very important. Or perfume. You know, we got to call out some of the ladies too. Yeah, absolutely. Knock them up, harp no. on the guys. No whores baths. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to say, I'm like, not say, like, the, the French shower. Or what. I'm like, let's not be offensive to French people. I like French people. Yeah, so. <laughs> Disclaimer. I am pro-sex worker <laughs> and all that <laughs> stuff. And, and all EU but, members. Oh, no, totally. Yeah. But take a bath, y'all. Right. And one of the other big <laughs> Take a bath or shower, whatever. Be real with your friends. If they're small and funky, tell them to take a bath. I don't know, but the food, we were talking about the food. Food. I I think that is one of the, the hardest parts for me early on at conferences way early on when I first started going to conferences, I didn't really didn't have a whole lot of cash. And so I ate when I could, Mm -hmm. I ate breakfast a lot of time, actually the first conferences I went to were in Vegas and so the nice part back then, and I think still now, is you can get away with a really cheap breakfast relatively easily, whereas the other meals might be a little more pricey. There's always generally like a McDonald's or a fast food, not advocating you should eat fast food, but eat something yeah. is better than nothing. Yep. And then recently, I've been better about packing like protein bars or meal replacement bars. Yeah, like in my laptop bag or my purse. So that way as I'm running around the conference, I get really excited to see my friends and sometimes I forget to eat (laughs) or sometimes your eating schedules aren't in line. Like you have friends that just came back from lunch. Yeah, you haven't ate lunch yet. You know, you're maybe going to go to a dinner. Maybe you, you miss people going to dinner and you still haven't ate lunch or dinner yet. Right. So yeah, you're right. I mean, carrying something around does help. It does. And then also I've been trying to get better. Like, I don't know if this impacts people, but eat like you do at home or when you're traveling for work. I mean, I know you're kind of limited to what's around the hotel to an extent, but if you don't normally eat spicy food, don't be adventurous. It's a lot different than it used to be. (laughs) <laughs> where's my little walker but <laughs> but it's <laughs> different we're in Back most in right <laughs> but in most cities we can get instacarts to hotels mm. i mean we're we're both traveling consultants we instacart to hotel is a amazing thing Lovely. because you can get a and that goes into kind of my tips around food one of the best things i do with no matter if i'm traveling for conferences or if i travel for work Get bottled water into your hotel room. Go buy cheap bottled water at a gas station. Just put Mm -hmm. some in your hotel room to remind you to hydrate. Because no matter what you do, hydration is key. Yep. We're walking around a lot more than we think or realize a lot of the times, especially for those of us who work non-consulting jobs and you just sit around all day in your office or your cubicle. You're doing a lot more walking, Um, walking to from dinner, lunch, what have you. So you need to hydrate. So we're talking about a little bit of self-care items, but one of the other items of self-care that I I think is very important, and we talk about it on Twitter a lot, is kind of about social anxiety and that component of self-care. Yeah, I know that I personally, there's a point in time where I have to figure out like what's more important, this feeling of, oh my God, I need to get away from people right now or FOMO, fear of missing out. I'm always worried that, oh, if I need to take a break to recharge or do something else, like I need five, ten minutes, want to talk to the husband, I'm like, what, up? what am I going to miss? We do some crazy shit, <laughs> and I don't want to miss it. And here's something funny about me that I think you've only learned recently is that I have almost the exact opposite problem where sometimes I have trouble psyching myself up to be around large groups of people. Now I love large groups of people. I love talking to people, but mentally I do have to prepare myself for it to get in that kind of mindset. And then I actually have kind of an expiration time as to how long I can handle it before I, I really will glaze over. And some of you listeners know me and you, you've probably seen me in conferences where I'm a relatively smart cookie, but I will glaze over at one point in time that I need to just extract myself, take a few minutes to myself, Yep. And then I can, I'm reset. And I'm back at it. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned over the years. I definitely didn't have that early on. Yeah. I definitely overdid it. FOMO definitely was a part of it too, mm-hmm. where I, I didn't give myself the breaks I needed. Yep. Similar to you. I get, I kind of get this when I feel like I'm going out of focus mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's when I'm like, Oh, time to take a break. And usually, it, I don't have to be completely alone for that. You can grab a friend or two if that helps you. If you, The important thing is you take the time to recharge. Absolutely. And you're right. Even if that means grabbing a friend and being like, hey, do you want to just go grab a bite to eat or want to go walk and get a coffee together? And again, when you go get coffee, grab a, grab a sandwich or grab a cookie. Grab something. Yeah. Or just maybe you want to sit in the hotel room for a hot second and revel in the silence. I'm really glad you said that because actually I like that. you... I mean, even alone in the hotel room, but I've had some of my best experiences where it's just been a very small group yep. of people and getting together. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, because we also want to talk about being social. Absolutely. And I love being social, like I said. <laughs> but one of the things is Derby Can is amazing the fact that they have so many sub, subgroups. Mm-hmm. We have BourbonCon, all these things. But I think talking about to drink or not to drink is really important, especially important right now. You don't need to drink to fit in at any hacker con and folks that con anything. No. Nope. You absolutely don't. And it's okay not to. And don't let people force it upon you. I mean, I've been in I've personally been in situations mm-hmm. where I will carry a drink around for a long period of time. And in fact, I'll even let you guys in on a super big secret that I've had for many, many years. I drink champagne, it's almost what I drink exclusively at events. If you really want to find out what I'm drinking, smell my champagne. Nine times out of 10 at social events, it's ginger ale. It has the same look nice. as champagne. It makes me feel socially, it makes me feel like I'm mm-hmm. still interacting and still doing these things, but it gives me the opportunity to have it. But also I'm not consuming and a little bit of the, the sugar bump helps me. That's similar to kind of what I do. I do the, uh, I talk to the waitress or the bartender ahead of time and be like, Hey, if you see me and I say vodka, soda just give me club soda with a lime and the normal straw. So people don't know that I'm not drinking (laughs) vodka soda. And usually they'll hook you up. And then, so I did that when I first started to kind of uh, go away from drinking. But nowadays I'm just like, maybe I just don't want to drink. That's cool. Maybe, Maybe I want a mocktail. But I completely understand that. And there's a lot of opportunities to not drink and, and still talk to people and be social. So yeah. don't, don't feel like you even though you're in a bar that you have to. In fact, another thing I do in the, in the bar setting is either I'll buy around the pe- for people that are drinking if, I, if I'm having what I call my, my bill guilt or my seat guilt, where I'm feeling guilty consuming a seat at a bar and I'm not partaking, mm-hmm. or I just tip the bartender decently. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. So part of the socials is definitely around the talks we were talking a little bit before we started recording about you kind of had that, uh, I didn't find the value I wanted to find in it. One of the things I find Mm -hmm. is it's a little easier to, to choose a talk, at least a talk or two talks a day that you want to make it to and make it a point to make it to those talks. To your point was the, the learn a thing. Yeah. It's important to learn a thing. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be, in the talk but also just to kind of build upon the talk thing and going to talks even if i have no idea what the subject matter is if i made a friend recently especially if i made a friend recently and but always like once i make a friend and i know they're presenting at a conference i make an effort to show up and be present and be like oh yeah i'm going to learn about this thing my friend or the person that i just met and I think is a cool person has taken the time and the energy to create this thing. And this goes for any presenter, really, you know, they take the time to research, hopefully, (laughs) and create a good, hopefully you went to a good talk. Hopefully you chose a good talk. We don't talk about those other talks. Um. (laughs) Talking about that is for a whole different episode. We will talk about talks and abstracts and stuff later, but right now we want to talk about tips for how to, Try to have the best experience you can, but yeah, as a presenter, it sucks when your room's half empty, or when you're when people start leaving in the middle of your talk. You're you're not focused, even if the room is full. You're not focused on like, oh man, I got a full room. You're like, why did that one guy leave? <laughs> what I do? I almost want to say, and if you're a friend going to a friend's talk, don't leave halfway through it, because your friend leave. on stage is instantly gonna be like. Crap! Like I do. <laughs> they don't like me anymore. Right. Oh, crap. And then for the rest of the time, meet new people. Absolutely. And if you are going, especially to Derby, I know we have. A, it's a very social conference. Mm-hmm. If we have people, if you're bringing your girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, pet goat, whatever that has a ticket to the conference, maybe I don't know. Maybe do the hotel maybe. have like a pet goat policy? I'm sure someone's gonna try now. Yep, anyway, you're welcome, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But take them somewhere and teach them a thing. Yeah, they, they're holding a ticket. They should be able to learn something and walk away. Not just because they went to a party weekend. They sh- they need to know the things why you're there. I mean, this wasn't started because everyone wanted just to go to Louisville and drink. There actually are talks There's around a this. Little part of it, there was a little part of that, but but it's mostly for the content. And the people. And the people. And the meet the new people. Yeah. I like stressing the new people. For those of you that are our tried and true friends and family. Stop. Break away. Find those people that are sitting in the lobby alone, that look awkward. You know, talk to somebody new in a talk. Meet a friend. Meet somebody that is not within your social group and bring them in and and make them make them see what we all see in all of this in the very optimistic way. Um And also just because your significant other or non-tech friend that you brought as like a social buffer isn't necessarily in the scene, they might still find value in some of these talks. So find out if there's a talk that seems interesting to them. And Derby has the stable talks, which can be a lot less overwhelming for people who are like maybe intimidated Mm -hmm. by the quote unquote main track talks or... Just don't like a lot of people around. They're usually in smaller rooms, so that's nice. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I forgot about those. You're right. Yeah, not like in a bad way. I just I haven't been to Derby in two years, so. <laughs> um, but Megan will be there. Yes, so excited! I'm actually on a panel on Saturday. Yes, yes. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> the importance of getting something out of a conference other than a t-shirt. Is that really the That's title? That's the title. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're talking that about kind of goes like right along with what we're saying. Yes. Perfect. And who oh, no. knew it leads into the next thing we wanted to talk about, which is don't be like a leech or an energy vampire. So what I mean by this, it, and this is kind of like a talking point that I made up is it's cool to go and learn all the things and take part in the villages And go to the party and the show. Offspring's going to be there. So excited. Um, But give back. You know, the community is great because the people who started going to these conferences decided like, oh, I want to give something back to the community. Dave's a great example, you know, with the DerbyCon thing. They wanted to be like, you know what? There's a need here. Louisville doesn't have a conference. It'd be a cool place. Let's do it. But, and then also you think of like these, the whole B-sides movement, a lot of these other regional cons, they come about because people are like, oh, I want to share information with other people in my area. And that's cool to do, do that. Exactly. Don't just be a sponge. Right. And take a step and write a talk. Try to do something. Yeah. And submit it somewhere. Submit it to B sides. I mean, that's a great if you've never talked before. It's a great place to start. And I want to asterisk, bold underline. Not everybody needs to be a speaker though. There's no. many other ways to contribute. You don't have to run a conference or be a speaker. You can get involved just with local groups. You can show up. You can you can learn a thing and you can teach that thing to other people. I and mean, that's definitely yeah. part of getting involved. Or just like if. If you're a new person and you see another awkward new person just sitting there by themselves, engage them in conversation. That's another form of being a part of it. Don't just sit there and not interact with others and just go to talks all day. You know, kind of the opposite of not going to any talks is going to all the talks, not interacting. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I think kind of going kind of along with what you were saying was the whole, even when you do start doing your thing and yeah. start interacting, don't forget who helped get you there. Don't forget that person that you started talking to you in the lobby. Yep. Don't forget attribution to why you are where you are the whole, don't forget where you came from. That's yeah. really part of it. So I guess I'll be the, be-womp, be womp and whomp, say, whomp. before we close, I did want to touch on conference safety, especially mm-hmm. given what's gone on recently. Codes of conduct are generally wonderful things, but we all know the people that need to read them, don't read them because they honestly don't think they're doing anything wrong. Right. Some of my tips for somebody who's new and attending a con, first and foremost is be your own advocate you need to know yourself. You need to know if you're gonna drink, you need to know your limitations. You need to know your Mm -hmm. limitations from a stress and sleep level, even. Yeah, and this isn't just for, as a female, being like, oh, here's how to protect yourself. It's, as a human being. (laughs) I have seen more men get in trouble at conferences from overconsumption Mm -hmm. and just from safety issues than I have females. And this isn't one way or the other. Everyone just needs this advice. And everybody needs a conference buddy. One of the greatest things is having somebody, especially when you're first attending a conference, having at least one conference buddy. that, If they've gone before they'll kind of show you the ropes. But make an agreement. Make it so that you both are looking out for each other so that somebody gets in a, in a bad situation. And remember to also just be respectful to people. Is that what you said? That's what I said. Oh, okay. Be respectful. Yeah. Be respectful. This kind of ties back to, so the be respectful thing, I think, kind of ties back to the, the know your limits, right? And being your own advocate, mm-hmm. but yeah. also realize that especially like younger folks, they might not know or be fully aware of what their limits are. They might be a little loud. Just kind of be like, okay, bro, yeah. You need to turn down the volume a little bit or um, offer to get somebody water. We joke about the TSA and their security theater and the mm-hmm. see something, say something. But if you see somebody struggling, you know they're tripping all over the place. They look like they're gonna puke. Get them a potted plant to puke in. <laughs> get, <laughs> get them a, a the potted floor. plant. <laughs> <laughs> no, get them some water, maybe some food. Let somebody know. You know that's the a bystander part. effect is real, where you're just like, that dude is drunk on the curb. Not my problem. Right. And if you if you don't know who to let know, let somebody know who works at the conference. As far as I know, I, I believe DerbyCon yep. uh, staff for security is on all night long. They're doing twenty four hour shifts. So let somebody know and they're gonna at least get them somewhere appropriate. They're they're being briefed on how to handle these situations at yeah. least. But from the be respectful, I saw it at DEF CON, I would hope not to see it at DerbyCon is be respectful of the hotel that you're staying at. You know, you are representing mm-hmm. all of us. You know, don't put stickers on hotel property. Just don't do things you wouldn't do on any given Tuesday. Don't do them at DerbyCon. Just you're at DerbyCon. Be and respectful. It is a new hotel. Traditionally, though, like at the at the Hyatt where it's been, people have been pretty okay with that, and the hotel staff has been amazing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, especially with the new Maybe. hotel, and as new people come in who might not know how we act at this conference compared to other conferences, right. you never know. But, yeah, Absolutely don't be a dick. Absolutely. And again, I can't stress enough. If you, if you see someone pass on the lobby, tell someone. Okay. So yeah, I guess all in all, our main takeaways are take care of yourself, help take care of each other, learn something, learn a thing, (laughs) at least one thing. And yeah, just have fun. DerbyCon's a lot of fun, and you you take what you make of it. Exactly. If you're only going there and sitting in your hotel room and seeing a talk or two, you really are doing yourself a disservice to everything that DerbyCon can be. At least walk around. You don't have to be a part of any of the shenanigans that are going on in the hotel lobby. You don't have to go to any of the little parties or even the concerts. You can do what you want, but at least expose yourself for a minute to what all there is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry, Dave, again. <laughs> Don't expose expose yourself. No. Literally expose yourself. <laughs> but we appreciate you listening. Thank you for joining us for our first podcast. And if you want to see a summary of some of the tips we've highlighted in today's podcast, please visit our blog at fourbitspodcast.com. And remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever you listen, or however you listen to your podcasts. And also follow us on Twitter at four bits podcast. uh, The number four, four bits, four bits, just a nibble to get you through the week. All right. Thank you everybody. And we will see you next week where we'll be releasing another podcast that might have a little more to do with conferences. Submitting talks and types of talks. Until then, bye-bye from Erin. Bye.